0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And standing across from me, as always, is... Hello!
1: It's me, Lee Michael Campbell. How you doing, Nasty Boys and girls out there across the whole wide Nasty world? Oh, ah, there it is. They're doing great. Rock is applause. If Billy sounded a little miffed there up top, <laughs> if that, whenever the... Fuck you're deciding <laughs> to listen to came in a little bit hard. It's because we we've we've recorded the intro three times. <laughs> technical yep. difficulties the first time and then the second time after fixing all of the technical difficulties, Billy was running a little hot. Very hot. And just so you know, a little peek behind the nasty curtain we've done coming up on hundred Sodes.
0: Well technically or, oh, yeah, minus the first full season.
1: <laughs> season of very edgy.
0: We could call it that.
1: Roast joke comedy.
0: Very edgy. And we are this is the 97th episode, I believe.
1: Yeah, so we're coming up on 100 of the official official fish. Yeah, the first season was fucking great. If you've been riding since the beginning, you remember. But let's just say <laughs> if me and Billy ever got Saturday Night Live, we would probably not get it.
0: No, it, I would- Take a
1: deep dive onto that
0: pod. Yeah, no, I would last an episode. They're like, you said this, this. I'm like, oh, you found those episodes? Thank you. Did you like and subscribe? <laughs> <laughs> did you use the promo code armchair? Yeah, yeah, they, we did not. No. Uh, but,
1: no, but we're back, baby.
0: We're back, we're back, you know. My, my
1: point to that, we're almost sure. to 100 episodes, and I'd say Billy is probably messed up Three times. I was going to say three. So, no. Billy, your co-host, He he's a stalwart, man. So, if he came out a little hot, just, hey, aren't we all a little hot, guys? We're, we're
0: all a little hot. A little hot. We're a little sexy.
1: We're all a little steamy? bit hot. and We're all running a little bit steamy. Horny. I'm, I'm feeling... Okay, right now. I'd be feeling better if I was a Cardinals fan, but thanks sweet God I'm not.
0: Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't be friends.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of moving and shaking around the league. We'll talk about that right now. And uh, one thing I will say, a lot of these trades and a lot of these free agent acquisitions that are happening, they're switching up a bunch of teams, they're switching up the power rank, and they might switch on who you bet for. They, they might. And is there a place where I could go,
0: maybe do like a futures bet like that?
1: Yeah, you can certainly find a place, perhaps online, to like bet online, uh, you know, about who you think is going to be playing in the
0: World Series in December or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> could you maybe elaborate? Could yeah. you tell me a place to go to?
1: No, there is a place, and I actually kind of gave it away when I was talking earlier. Yeah. It is, it's bet online. Oh, Bet online, baby. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect. It's Super Bowl.
0: Ooh. The
1: god of prop bets. Yes. The Super Bowl. Uh, You know, many teams are strutting their stuff, and by many, I mean two. You might not be able to go to a game this year, but that doesn't mean you can't get in on all the action at Bet Online. Bet online is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get on an everything imaginable this season. That means game spreads and totals to team player and coaching prop bets. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head on over to BetOnline today and use promo code
0: ARMCHAIR
1: to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook
0: experts. You are. Fucking nailed that read, boom baby. That was perfect.
1: Yeah, stayed on script, but also there's there riffs need to happen because not all the teams are strutting their stuff. No, they're not. Two teams are strutting their stuff. That's it. And that's just a plug. If there's any game that's more fun to, it, it's probably the most fun, most bet on game of any sport. Yes, the Super Bowl. You can you can bet on how long. Whoever sings the national anthem is going to hold the last note. Oh yeah, like you can bet on the the coin, coin flips. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can bet on like which hand the referee is going to use to flip the coin.
0: Do you? There's so many prop bets. Did you hear the shit about um, Wayne Gretzky's wife? Mm-mm. So she, I don't know if they're still married, but it, like crazy gambling addict who would like be up in the box while he was wife oh yeah hell yeah i love that
1: story that's some gender inequality for your ass (laughs) a a
0: woman degenerate gambler gambler? i
1: love it dude you
0: know what break that glass ceiling and bet where the shards (laughs) land yeah yeah, no shit (laughs) no shit she would be up in the in the owner's box She'd lean over, it's like and lean over to somebody like five hundred thousand dollars, it lands on heads. And they're like, What? We're at the circus. Yeah. She'd be like, ah, I don't care. Five hundred grand. So wild. Yeah, that shit's bonkers. Like he was I don't know if they got divorced or not, but she was like a crazy degenerate gambler.
1: Gotta divorce
0: that. Just spending the kid, the great ones' money. No shit. And granted, it was a shit ton of money.
1: Yeah. And then that, you know, wasn't it Gretzky's daughter that married Dustin Johnson? one and of then, them. Yeah, and then just like, you know, I'm sure that he had a hand in it, but let your your partner determines your lifestyle a lot of ways.
0: 100%. You know what I'm
1: saying? And Dustin Johnson just got run into the ground fucking Kardashian style by a Gretzky daughter. Yeah? Yeah, Dustin Johnson, do you remember that story? No. He was like the he was like the up and coming, I can't remember the details. He was either like the hottest new shit or, like, established, had won a major, he was, like, a guy. Okay. And then he just, it, especially in the golf world, this was a big deal. He had to check out, check in to rehab for, like, coke and booze and sex addiction. <laughs> oh, shit. And he was just, like, raging. And, yeah, his do- uh, the the Gretzky daughter was just out there fucking icing penalties left and right oh god a lot of ice making a lot of snow if you know what i'm saying
0: spending a lot of time in her box
1: cocaine yes yikes cocaine and sex (gasps) which let's be honest fucking
0: rules that rules but you gotta go to rehab for it or whatever Mm, i wouldn't (laughs) if i if i was an quote-unquote athlete which i guess golfers are yeah uh, i guess you make me go there uh, but Look at, well, see, but look, at, look at Tiger Woods, the best golfer of all time, fucking went to rehab because he couldn't stop fucking couldn't get everything that moved.
1: Well, the thing is, is it's like the reason why rock stars are celebrated for their craziness is it's because they're worth $100 million. Right. Addiction is, addiction sucks when you're poor.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: You can't yeah. be addicted to something when you're poor as shit, but if you're just like banging rails and girls, and shooting bourbon, and then going out there and shooting a 68, no, 69. (laughs) Uh. Shooting a 69, and and your purse is $3 million for a weekend's worth of work. Yeah. Yeah. Are you you doing that bad? No,
0: you're doing... Granted,
1: it's not healthy, and I get all of... And it's morally questionable. Sure. But overall, it's like addiction strikes the poor. Hard. You know, dude? It's like fucking i don't know mick jagger
0: you were leaving out the goat of party golf right now oh, john daly john daly smoke they were like oh john are you gonna comment on how you smoked 13 cigarettes on the back nine he's like well shit i thought i've smoked a whole fucking pack i'm gonna comment on
1: how i just shot a 68 and <laughs> hit every goddamn fairway
0: yeah how about that yeah, motherfucker
1: comment on that dude go
0: razorbacks
1: and then he just <laughs> like shotguns a beer and Grabs a titty.
0: Remember that clip we watched? He like from like two thousand three. Barefoot. He went full Burt Kreischer, no shirt, <laughs> just just ripping shots. he's yeah. he like, I'll give you an advantage. I'll do a shot before I go up and shoot. Man, maybe we should golf.
1: Thinking about it. I used to thinking about it. I golfed it. a lot in college. Yeah, Picadome Public Course was like a mile away from all of my college houses. Just this fun little goat ranch. You could go out and walk. On, you know, walk as many as you could in the summer for eight bucks after six o'clock. That's awesome. So you'd go out and, you know, get 14, 15 holes in, smoke a joint, drink a sixer. Yeah. And, you know, I golf is awesome. It's just
0: an expensive <laughs> hobby. It's extremely expensive. A set of clubs is like $1,400. Yeah,
1: yeah, that alone. And then the greens fees and everything. It can get expensive. But, like, when you're out there with your homies, if you shoot a quadruple bogey on every hole odds are
0: you're hammered
1: yeah but like (laughs) that's the learning curve yes golf is dying because this new generation that we're a part of doesn't like being bad at things i don't think it's dying at all well golf yeah golf is completely dying dude no shit especially during COVID. before COVID, there was some crazy statistic from like 2019 where a public golf course in america closed every single day
0: what oh it's completely dying because i was talking with matt you know he's a big golfer people still golf but like no one on tiktok is golfing well there's golfers do shit on instagram and they have like 12 like 15 million followers or something yeah i
1: I wish it wasn't true but no golfing's
0: dying that's why
1: top golf is the savior of golf totally because because you can go to top golf you don't have to be quiet there's playing loud music you know, it's not like hoity-toity. You can go and just completely fucking slice one into the net, and then it bounces into the 200-point circle, <laughs> and you're like, look, I'm winning. <laughs> so it just like, kind of takes some of the difficulty off golf. But, I mean, I love golf. Another reason it's dying is it's like it's hard to, it's hard to rationalize that much space, that much water.
0: It's so expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it is wasteful. Yeah, I mean, you know. like Rodney Dangerfield talks about it in Caddyshack. He's yeah. like, I'm going to tear this whole thing down and build a subdivision. Yeah. Golf's just a waste of space.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Golf in cemeteries. Rodney was prophetic in that sense. Like, yeah, no, golf is dying, but we should keep it alive. It is so fun. We're baseball players, so we'll go out and hook it and mm-hmm. slice the fuck out of it. But every now and again, mm-hmm. you'll just pipe one. Dude. Or you'll make a fucking 12 foot putt. Just and and it's it it just hooks you along enough. Oh yeah, you know you drive one into the fairway 280, and you're like,
0: okay, well that was pretty cool, dude. I I remember. I mean, I'm I was a killer with my irons, so I would slice into the fucking rough and I'd be like, all right, what do we hit it? 270 tight, and then I would just five iron it to the to the yeah, green. Yeah, out of that thick shit because I would just just whack it. I one time and it was from
1: the blue tees. Which were, out of the four T's it was the second one. Okay. So not, I guess the third one. Not the senior tees, not the lady tees, but the tee after that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: considerably easier. But I went out and uh, the most hungover I've ever been <laughs> and shot a, like a true 82. Wow. Almost broke 70. Holy shit. A lot of people say that, that like... You know, if you go out, sometimes we've talked about it probably on the podcast. Sometimes you go out and your best sets are when you are literally about to throw up before (laughs) you go on stage. Yeah. You just kind of disassociate.
0: I don't give a fuck. I just need to
1: get through it. Go out and get through it. Yeah. Do you know the golf personality, David Faraday? Oh, yeah. That dude, he's got a great story about he went out on day two. Left the course, not thinking he made the cut. A lot of shit went down. He just like went out to a pub and just got like truly blacked out drunk, mm-hmm. and just went home. Wakes uh, goes to sleep at like four o'clock in the morning. Wakes up to his phone at six o'clock in the morning. He had made the cut. <laughs> so he shows up like blind drunk, on an hour and a half of sleep. And went out and shot like a sixty-eight. Holy shit. And then the next day he went out and shot like a seventy seven. <laughs> but he just went out, he said he doesn't remember any of it. Just didn't he think he, he just does not remember zonked. the whole r- round. Oh my shot god. Shot his fucking sixty
0: eight. Wow. Yeah,
1: man. That's so, cool shit. Long way to long way to go, but we should start golfing.
0: We should. I the best I ever golfed uh, was at Reeves by Lunkin. Uh, I shot terribly front nine probably plus eight and then uh i had my bowl with me which at the time was this thing called the puck (laughs) and you would turn it was like a six shooter but with weed in it oh i know exactly
1: what that is yeah i worked
0: at a restaurant in loveland and the guy who invented it he one of the the manager at that said restaurant was an investor so i got a prototype you're kidding me no and so and it's a then, great piece. It's like a it's like six one hitters. It's but, it was beautiful. but deeper you know. But deeper, and then the dogs can smell through the certain wood like yeah. you, they don't get pick it up. Brilliant. It was genius. And so I'm with Matt, and like after that, he's like, "All right, we're good on the back night," and just grab pull go into the bags, crack open beers, and then I just start turning the puck, hit it, pass it over to him. I shot four under on the back night. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just locked in. I was like, I looked down. I was like. I have never been in my mind. And he was like, what? I'm like, I'm I'm shooting great. Just like <laughs>
1: looking at him while you're driving.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's right down the cock. Just ha- red devil eyes, just half-baked looking at him. I bet DeVan's a good golfer. DeVan is a very good He's golfer. He's got
1: such a good, lean little golfer body.
0: Yes. You know? Packs a punch. Yeah. I, I, great a short lot game. A
1: lot of torque. Tons of got
0: torque. Got a good core. Great strikes core. strikes me as a
1: guy with some, with some rippled obliques.
0: You would be correct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, the guy can guy can hit
1: it. Haters call him ribs. <laughs> <laughs> Haters call him ribs, but I know that Mad Devan has a nice toit little core. Yeah, he that that guy loves golf. He's got that swagger on him. Well, dude, we so should seriously go fucking walk with him. That would be so fun.
0: Exactly. So Just my game a, plan. There's yeah. a new fucking like reused golf center in Kenwood. Yeah. Right. Yeah. By McAllister and where GameStonks was. Yeah. Fucking go pick up some used clubs. I got a bag downstairs that are full of ladies clubs that I golf with in middle school. Yeah, sure. Throw those and give those to the birds and then fucking just go out there and try and get good at it again. Well, that's the funny thing is it's like
1: the the funniest thing in the world is the dude who goes and spends like two grand on a set of clubs to go out there and suck dick (laughs) at golf. I would be that guy, though. Yeah, of course. Yes, you, you would <laughs> so much, dude. No, dude, these are laser engraved and made exactly for me. Yeah. It's like, what's your handicap? You're like, 83.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like, what's your handicap? I'm like, probably ADHD. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I got what a you, little limp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I broke my ankle in high school, so it's really hard for me to lean back and follow all the way through. No, just go out there and whack them. That would
1: be fun as shit. We should, we should do that. I'll go down to yeah. Lexington... And between my old clubs, my dad's clubs, um, my pop's old clubs, you know, every white suburban garage just has, like, 85 miscellaneous <laughs> golf clubs <laughs> in it. You yeah,
0: know? right next to, like, four pairs of hedge trimmers that are broken. Yeah. They hold on to them for some reason. Yeah, They're like, dude. I'm
1: going to fix them. Exactly. So I can piece together a pretty decent set. And uh, that would be fun as shit, man. I would love it if we started golfing.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Easy on the, the body.
1: You yeah. You know, we're not going out there and taking Tiger Woods hacks. Right. Like, I'm not going to break my fucking back, knock on wood. I'm 30 now. I might.
0: Right. But I, mean, I don't know. I fart wrong and I, tw- I twerk my back. I, like, hurt my back. Yeah, tweak that it. is really true. I, I, s- I tried to say tweak, but I said twerk. I twerk my back. Dude, I got out of
1: fucking Jesus. bed wrong this morning caught a toe on Mm -hmm. a sheet (laughs) and my knee oh just like flamed back up my goddamn softball
0: knee (laughs) (laughs) my goddamn softball knee that happened in like june jesus yeah and it's still not fixed is it uh, i mean do i need to take you to a vet no i'm thinking about going to a vet (laughs) yeah call my godfather yeah
1: i was about to say call some mob member like, yeah, I know you're used to working on
0: fucking horse knees. But my boy, if he don't get this knee fixed, we're gonna have to turn him into glue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you know what I mean, Doc? No, my knee'll be fine.
1: By It'll the be- time it really needs to be worked on, <laughs> I'll be a fucking rich stand-up comedian slash well criminal.
0: Sit down. Yeah. If your knee keeps fucking with you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'll do. That's a great move. I'm into that. Yeah,
1: that's pretty much what I've been doing.
0: But yeah, man, I think what if, if we have that in the spring and summer, that's one of those things where, you know, if things aren't 100% normal and we're not fully touring again, that could be like one of those things where it's like, this is what we're doing Saturday morning.
1: Let's just do it on a
0: Saturday. This, you wait, it's like, hey, we have a goal, we have something that we have to do, so that way we don't have to, well, me, drink, into a, drink ourselves into oblivion. Yeah, just go to
1: some fucking goat ranch. Drink, drink, fucking eight White Claws over the course of eighteen holes. Perfect. Smoke a little weed, talk some shit, be outside.
0: Sounds great. Yeah, it does. A little competition. Love a little, a little comp. shit talk. Mm, yeah, speak my language. We should do it, man. And then we should just bring someone who we know is like never golfed, because we know a lot of unathletic human beings. Oh, dude, the comedy
1: community—you could argue—is the least <laughs> athletic group of humans, especially in Cincinnati. Easily.
0: Yeah, I mean, because, you know, there's no reason to be, uh, you know, up and moving around for five months.
1: Well, we play wiffle ball, and you would be flabbergasted. (laughs) The number of adult men who will honestly strike out every time.
0: Oh, cannot swing a bat. Swing
1: and miss 15 times in a row and look like they've never seen anyone swing a bat.
0: Dude, this brings, were you here for the Aaron Phillips incident? No, this is my favorite <laughs> the Aaron Phillips incident guy goes up strikes out twice playing the game in a full fucking side side zip and leather jacket like he's a like he's a fucking shark from the West Side Story Hell yeah. that's happening to play wiffle ball. <laughs> right? He swings first first two times goes up and strikes out third time. He's like, oh God, I am just not good at this. Strike to the lat. Strike two's coming. Strike three's coming in. He swings and misses, and in his back follow through, rips the loudest <laughs> fart I've ever heard. Just like, just whiff the whiff of the bat combined with, <laughs> and then he just looks at me because I'm up next. And he throws the bat down and goes, "I'm done. I fucking <laughs> I'm done. quit. <laughs> I'm done." Did you just laugh so hard? He's like, "I'm done," and then went and slept in his van. <laughs> I mean, has there ever been a sadder story told? No, but it's one of my favorite wiffle ball
1: stories. Over three on nine swings and misses. <laughs> Last one, he breaks his butt and yeah. then goes sleeps in his house slash van. <laughs> Shout out Aaron Phillips and Feathers Vintage.
0: Feathers Vintage rules. Feathers
1: Vintage, if you're listening and you're up near Dayton or you're in Dayton or you want to go to Dayton for some reason.
0: Some reason.
1: Then go to Feathers Vintage. It's a very cool little vintage shop that Fe- Aaron Phillips' uh, family owns. And, you know, he doesn't have to be good at wiffle ball to, be, to, to run a vintage
0: shop. No, to just tell me what's good on vinyl in here. Yeah,
1: exactly. So he knows his way around vinyl, but not his way around a baseball bat
0: he gave me goldfinger the soundtrack
1: to goldfinger on vinyl that's fucking sick what a guy yeah shout out aaron phillips hero you mentioned
0: uh the stonks the stonks i worked at that game stonks did you really i did i did work there for a hot minute got asked to not come back and work there to go back to my home store on the cherry grove one because i kept asking hey man can we wrap this up can you wrap up the closing numbers i gotta go yeah My beer's getting warm in the car. He was like, you're 19. I'm like, my beer's getting warm. I said, my fucking beer's (laughs) getting warm in the car. Yeah. He gave me a a performance review to the regional GM and said that Billy is impatient and immature. And then I responded by saying, we work at a video game store. Yeah, dude. You're an adult. And you were 19. Yeah. You're 40. Yeah. 40 yeah
1: that's on you my guy
0: you've had 40 revolutions on this planet and you're like i guess managing a GameStop is where this shit ends yeah man i'll sign up cool sure dude smelling awful 15 year olds coming in unbathed being like what can i get for my copy of forza motorsport 3 and And you could click into a computer be like three dollars and just look at a child and know that you're ripping them off yeah and dude, that inflation,
1: nothing has affected that. You you probably got the same for a used game in two thousand seven than you would right now.
0: No, because they controlled that market, quote unquote. My the the man. This reminds me of like one time this kid traded this game in, and it was like pretty new. I think it was like at least a month old. And he, I was like, yeah, the trade in value here says fourteen bucks. He's like, well, I really want this, so he's like, okay, and he's got the trading credit, he's looking around, comes up with one game after he traded in a stack about, you know, a foot high, getting enough to buy one game. And this means I've also processed what's going through and the little labels are printing out. And the game that he got $14 for, I pull off the ream and put the pre-owned sticker on and the price on it was forty-four ninety-nine. Right in front of him. And he looked at me and he just went, uh... I thought we were friends. (laughs) Fucked him over hard. And I'm like, you're fucking. No. Well, the
1: irony that a company that is kind of been known (laughs) for. Got a nice pantomime jack off from the first lady there. (laughs) Love it, dude. Oh,
0: keep going. They're cheering for you. Super into it. Yeah, she's jacking it. She's jacking it on the cat. The crowd walks in. They're screaming. There's come, 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 yeah! Oh, God. oh,
1: she came. Oh, so much blood. <laughs> so
0: much blood. They're not gonna see that, but they're gonna hear that, and they're gonna love that, dude. The, the,
1: the soundtrack of the raucous applause while she was doing that. Was and I'm so fun. and
0: I'm screaming come! Yeah.
1: But we brought up the GameStock. Vaguely, we know what's going on, but I do think it's cool that. You know, that company that kind of made its mark, made its nut. Yeah. By just ripping off people (laughs) monetarily. Yeah. You know, not that GameStop had anything to do with it. It was all like the independent Redditors or whatever. Right. But still, the fact that it was GameStop that came through and, you know, blew the fucking market up is pretty funny.
0: It's so fucking funny. Yeah. And they're just being taken along for the ride. I... It took me a couple days
1: into it. I don't know if I was just, you know, not paying attention as I do. You're sure. Or it just took that long for the the story to come out. But the Mets connection is wild. Oh, yeah, with Steve Cohen. Cohen, dude. But, like It was Cohen's firm. He fronted like a billion dollars towards that firm
0: to do all these shorts. Double that. Two bill. Two billion. That's so wild, man. A- and, dude, but my favorite thing is, you know how we talked about, like, man, Steve Cohen, he's really active on Twitter. This is great to see. You really want to see this from your owner. This guy's got balls. And then, like, all the Redditors, you know, Wall Street, our, 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 our Wall Street best.
1: slash, yeah.
0: Whatever, just started going after him, like, we fucking got you, you piece of shit. He deleted his Twitter.
1: Crickets, baby. Crickets. Crickets.
0: And he's just off the internet, hiding in his bunker, like... Oh, hope the Mets win.
1: Well, it was just, it was really a beautiful chef's kiss Mm. because you never want to see the system in which you exist in crumble, which we have right now. But, But, but everything's fucking crumbling. We're still here. Let them burn. Fuck them. Fuck
0: them. Fuck them. Yeah. So much fuck
1: them. Yeah. I've got a lot of friends and family, my grandfather was huge into it, who played the stock market. Good on them. None of them are big rollers.
0: They're sure. just trying
1: to play and make a little money and invest and do what they think is right. Right. It's not really made for us.
0: No. You well, know? well I'm, it,
1: it is, but it's sure. like, who it's, it's the people who make the real, real fucking money, the ones who like, do it for a living. We've got buddies
0: who day trade. Coop. Loves it, but like he ain't he ain't fucking Scrooge McDuck. No, but he is he is he loves playing the playing Wall Street and getting those shorts so much that he wears shorts year round. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, no shit. Right, but it was just really good to see, especially with the rhetoric of the past couple months of of people just being like, "Well, if you don't want to be so goddamn poor, take some of your money and invest it wisely in the stock market," and yep. then people are like, "Okay." and then they were like no that's yeah. not what we meant
0: no no we didn't mean you all to get together and find out what we're doing yeah for real it was just really
1: cool to just see you know see the villain get get got to them what yeah. they've been getting us on
0: right you know because wall street is just like a bunch of fucking crows circling these hedge fund f- Ooh, almost it f- hedge fund pieces of shit are just circling this dying pe- this dying animal. Yeah. Which is GameStop. And then they came down and they're like, we could short this and make a shit ton of money and just nibble away at it. But then a pack of wolves came out of nowhere and said, no, motherfucker. I feel like eating
1: some crows.
0: Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm
1: hungry and crow meat is on the menu. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fucking wild to see, man.
0: Still wild. It's still, it's still going on there. Ho- hold the line, hold the line. The fact that Robinhood said no, you can't buy anymore. I just sank that whole company. Yeah, totally fucked. Their whole
1: thing was like investing for the everyman. Right, then the everyman. Are you a dumb twenty-six-year-old? You can invest <laughs> with us, and we'll, you know, it, it was viable for a little while. Oh, it, it totally is. I mean, it's just. Just
0: just caught red fucking handed. Oh, and just wrecking the system.
1: I mean, literally saying, no, that's bad. You can't do what we're doing.
0: Right, <laughs> you know? because we've been doing it for generations. We know how to screw you because my dad taught me how to screw you, and, and then his, his dad, dad taught you how to screw you. Exactly. Right. Remember, because I saw, I remember, I saw a picture of the Occupy Wall Street from yeah. was that two thousand nine when they all camped out and just got dirty and had like just like a music naked.
1: Fest. It was so stupid.
0: Yeah, they just had a music festival without the music. Literally. That's literally it. Yeah. And then there were just, if you looked up, like above Wall Street, there was just you know rich white dudes. Drinking champagne. Literally ivory laugh, towers. Pointing laughing at them and drinking champagne like, <laughs> look at these idiots taking pictures on their flip phones like, this is fun. Yeah. At that time. And then now it's just like, oh no, we actually are hurt now. They figured it out. They they grew up. It's, it's super, so
1: super fucking significant in a world where it feels like something monumental and significant happens every other week. Yeah. But it, it feels like a win, man.
0: It feels like a huge win, and they're just going to
1: keep going. I don't know what it alleviates. I don't think these hedge funds are going to come out and be like, all right, oh, we'll man. stop. You right. were right. It's like billionaires going billionaire.
0: Right, but if you but if you do this for a long enough period of time and you keep attacking the castle, eventually the rock starts to crumble you get in yeah yeah so this can't just be if you want to say like eat the rich and you want to beat the capitalistic pigs at their own game you have to do it by being persistent yeah and i think that they will i mean so the next thing is like this amc stock the plan was to short it thursday and they've been holding on to it yeah and it's gonna fucking spike like crazy tomorrow yeah so fuck yeah
1: but not on robin hood which is fucking crazy well
0: they went back they were like sorry we didn't mean sorry to just be a lying piece of shit by not letting you buy you can only sell and then they said the next day have at it because enough people went off on them yeah they were like well how is that even legal it's i don't know supposedly quote unquote the white house is looking into it so who fucking knows yeah Also, I don't know. It all seems illegal to me that you can say a company's going to fail, so you're going to buy slash sell the stock in it because it's going to fail? Buy the
1: short. That's so fucking That
0: doesn't make sense. I don't get it.
1: I don't get it. There is so much that I don't get, but what I do get on the outside of this is that a hedge fund lost billions.
0: Hedge got trimmed.
1: And I'm down with that, man. Love it. That, you know, rest in peace, but that hedge got manscaped. <laughs> the Lawn 3.0 came through with the fucking waterproof goddamn LED <laughs> lights and trimmed those hedge fund pubes.
0: In the dark and the shower.
1: Yeah. And they did it in the
0: dark on the goddamn dark web. Now, here's a question for you. Do you understand cryptocurrency? No, and I don't want to. I don't either. Here's all. Here's here's all I know. That you get a USB drive that has your wallet on it. It has a password. You plug it in your computer, and then it like farms coin, farms the currency, and then it builds and it falls and it builds and then like uses your computer to build it. I don't know. It just sounds like Harvest Moon, but with like my computer. I might with chips. I have no fucking clue. I don't know how it works. I might be 40 years old and homeless. <laughs>
1: And regret this, but I ain't going to learn about cryptocurrency, dog. And here's the thing. It's like our actual currency, the money that the fake made up money that we have agreed to participate in our entire lives up to this point, to a certain extent, is also bullshit. Sure. it's, It's like... The Federal Reserve is backed up by gold to a certain extent. But then again,
0: it's like gold is just a metal from the earth. Also, the dollar hasn't been backed by gold for yeah, a ho- it, like a hundred really long time. They're just printing money.
1: Right. Quite literally, just printing money and, and giving right. a value to it. And then mm-hmm. we all operate in that. And we have to trust that it works. So that is, that is already one made-up thing mm-hmm. that I'm 30 years into kind of going along with. Right. I'm not going to adopt another made
0: up thing where they're just like, nope, these are monies. <laughs> because of my computer, I bought but I paid you real money f- to start the crypto I thing. I mean, what the fuck I are have, we talking about? I don't that's what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> Dogecoin,
1: dude. Dogecoin that kind of rules. I did see one tweet that was fucking crazy of some comic in New York who did a bar show like, six years ago. And he was offered either $5 or 10 Bitcoin. he's like, what the fuck is Bitcoin? Give me $5 so I can get a slice on the way home. Right. And, like, you know, it's gone. It's fluctuated up and down. But at one point, 10 Bitcoin was, like, (laughs) $500,000 or something crazy. So that was a bad decision. And, again, like, just about every decision I've ever made in my life, I will rue the day. I will, you know, I will eventually yeah. probably regret blowing off cryptocurrency. But it's like, man, fuck out of here, dude! <laughs> I'm not taking some of my hard-earned fake, real, fake money, yeah, and investing it in this duperty fake, completely <laughs> made up, literally this year money. Right? You know? Yeah. I'll stick i stick with the evil that I know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. I don't need more evil in my life. Yeah, dude. Do you hear about the guy who got locked out of his wallet? Did you hear about that no. guy? No. So you, so how it works, you like plug it in your thing, and then you have to put the password in. And then that unlocks your wallet so you can see how much you have. This guy just like let his USB drive, his wallet sit, and didn't get into it. And then he, f- like, he was like, oh, I have this much Bitcoin. I haven't checked on it forever. He just checked the price of it. Turns out he had $300 million in Bitcoin. And he couldn't remember his password.
1: And who do you call? Goddamn Bitcoin customer service. <laughs> well, it's like, th- yes, can I speak to Zork the robot? <laughs> <laughs> I need help
0: with my Bitcoin. Do I need help with that. Goddamn. I think you're supposed to just like ask Siri or Alexa. Yeah. She didn't hear me. Thank God. Good, you stupid bitch.
1: Yeah. Fuck you, Alexa. But
0: he had he already took two tries at it, and the third time you're locked out forever. So he's been like trying to hire people, and the guys are like, "Oh, I can get in there." It's for 150
1: million dollars.
0: Exactly. I'd say bet,
1: dude. Go for it. I'd say okay, cool. If you fuck it up, how about this? I get to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you think you found my password and then you lock me out after the third time, I get to beat you to death with my hands.
0: Ooh, I wouldn't want to kill somebody cuz you know that's like you go to jail for that or whatever. Uh, here's what I would do. You can't go to jail for pulling out some everyone like that person's all of their toenails and all of their fingernails.
1: Yeah, dude, torture, baby. That's what just I would go do. Old school, waterboard him.
0: Cut off a limb. Yeah, man. I'm cutting off your thumbs, idiot. If you like
1: you really, really lawyered up and just threw so much money at a lawyer and wrote up a contract for like a business <laughs> agreement. Yeah. Would you And the person was just like, yes, and is on camera and is in writing with a signature notarized. Mm-hmm. C- could you make murder legal? Are you a lawyer? Because it, I, I would imagine no. But like, like, I guess assisted suicide is illegal in most states.
0: In, in but the if a United person states. was just
1: like, yes, he is allowed to kill me. I sign off on this, mm-hmm. I get $150 million if I if I do my job correctly, and if I don't, this man gets to shoot me in the gut and kick me in a ditch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like Just high-stakes odds. I dude. mean, think about this. OJ got away with murder once because he lawyered the fuck up. Yeah, dude. What makes you think that that couldn't be legally binding? Just two parties agreeing we- to <laughs> legally kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, you fuck up I shoot you in the face hey guy missing most of his hair who I pay a lot of money to yes, this
1: suit Mr. Somethingstein.
0: <laughs> write it up bud <laughs> god damn yeah That's Mr. Somethingstein is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Somethingstein. Something's fine Schwein well you're not far off no no that is for
1: sure a law firm that we could easily Google. And if, you th- if you're if you getting mad at me because I just made a Jewish lawyer joke, just understand that I'm sitting in a room and <laughs> in my line of vision is a hat with the Star of David on it. So it's just in my thought.
0: Yeah. Well, also, I wear that hat. Yeah. I'm a chosen fuck. Bill and- Billy is part of the tribe. Here's the thing. I'm a part of the tribe, and then I said... Quote, That's a great fucking joke I didn't get all mad about didn't it get all And be like God you need shape. to be Canceled that what you said was Irrehensible no Damn joke comedy Over everything Fact baby believe big that. fact And huge fact and
1: If someone says a joke
0: uh-huh.
1: And it is distasteful And it's not Funny sure Fails a hundred percent of the time
0: Every time
1: when have you ever heard a comedian, whether it's at the club or at an open mic or on the road or saw it online, no one is going up and ripping with, like, backward ass hate speech shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Doesn't like happen. Like, if someone goes up and is, like, with ill will, will say, calling, calling a gay person a fag. Sure. Hateful.
0: Very hateful.
1: Bombing terrible because you suck as a person and we can tell yes you know or if yeah. i if i told that joke and instead of something steen i was just like hey you dirty fucking <laughs> crooked nose jig <gym." laughs> you'd be like um whoa okay dude you're but, not even trying yeah yeah so i don't know that's a whole different podcast we went in it deep with leash dog before just talking about comedy this that and the other but you know right comedy this
0: that and the other and i'm like what are you doing talking you're my property get back in the kitchen (laughs) like it was you know the normal stuff yeah yeah the normal things a woke person like myself says
1: and yeah exactly enough of this studying for your masters in business to become Mm -hmm. a real badass
0: why don't you go to culinary school to make me dinner better (laughs) 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 exactly
1: these are jokes people yeah, man. It's, dude, hit it again. Or a couple comics, dude. Thank you. They love it. Dude, speaking of jokes, and... <laughs> okay, this is really funny. This actually ties in.
0: I'll decide that. One
1: of the first true cancellations yeah. that I've ever seen. When I was in high school... Okay, here, I'll say this. I saw this on Facebook right before we started, and it m- reminded me. Buddy of mine, Anthony Mitchell... He just goes, Tates Creek High School alumni, it's been over 15 years and I still feel the same way I did when it first happened. So let me say this. And then in all caps, he goes, I'll never forgive the person who snitched on Mr. Del Pino. If you're reading this, fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> so this dopino story, dude, <laughs> this motherfucker was a Cuban immigrant. Okay. Living in America. No idea how he got a job teaching Spanish at my high school.
0: He probably just walked in speaking Spanish and like, and they you're were like,
1: hired. Dude, you're killing it. <laughs> this motherfucker, to my freshman class and a bunch of other classes in his spanish class just showed like raunchy rated r movies yes with spanish subtitles <laughs> <laughs> he got in so much fucking trouble he 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 uh, 40-year-old virgin which is just like titties and dick great movie oh such a good movie he showed like 40-year-old virgin and knocked up and like super like movies of that era yeah. Like those great raunchy fucking Appetow movies. And a, a poor some poor girl just went home and like didn't wasn't snitching, she wasn't upset. She was like, Yeah, I get to go watch these dope ass movies. They say fuck and show boobs in it. <laughs> We're in school. This is cool. Yeah. She told her parents and her parents got really mad. <sighs> Called the school.
0: No. He
1: got fired so fast. <sighs> he got fired within like five days. But he knew the writing was on the wall, so in those five days, Mr. Del Pino went fucking ham. Dude, he told a class. I wasn't in it, but my buddies were. He just told a class. No one asked. (laughs) He told a class that in Cuba, he knew farmers that would put the back hind legs of goats He would take there. Don't tell me he fucks that goat. Dude, (laughs) he told a class of high school students (laughs) that it was common practice to put the hind legs of goats into your pockets and have sex with them. Yeah, okay. He just told a bunch of 10th graders (laughs) that he knew people that fucked goats. (laughs) Now, and he, oh my God, Mr. Del Pino, rest in peace. There's no way that guy's not dead.
3: He would just come to
1: school so drunk. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, oh, yeah, you can fuck a goat.
0: Think about this. Now, you get taught Spanish, sure. You learn a language. But you need to also learn about the culture. And there I'm learning a lot about the culture. Yeah, boy, those Cubans <laughs> get down. <laughs> and they're t- good at baseball, and they're horny
1: for farm animals. And
0: I'm telling you right now, I'm looking up plane tickets to <laughs> Cuba.
1: Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> Communism is dead, but hopefully the bestiality is still a thing. Who? I hope it's rampant. Dude, Webby, get some credit <laughs> around the Tate's Creek campus and just go up to someone and be like, dude- Do you know anything about Mr. Del Pino from circa 2005? We need to find out the dirt and get him on here. Yes, dude. I can't remember his name, but like Luis Del Pino, something Spanish. (laughs) Something Cuban. Something Cuban. Very specifically Cuban. But yeah, dude. Fucking God. I just laughed so hard when I saw that (laughs) 15 years later. The guy's just like, yeah, by the way, Lauren... Fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, Lord. And I remember I stood up for her in the cafeteria one day and was just like, guys, give her a fucking break. Yeah. Quit just, she almost like transferred.
0: Oh, that got that bad? Oh, dude, people were so mad at her. Because it was just this fucking easy class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, you got, yeah, now we got
1: somebody who's going to teach us Spanish?
0: Mm-mm, mm teach me Knocked up.
1: Yeah, I know how to say "come" in español. <laughs> yeah, dónde está la biblioteca? And the Spanish word for "cunt,"
0: <laughs> which is el niño. Yeah, I don't know For any whatever Spanish. reason, we uh, our Spanish teacher, nice guy, he was real dweeby. But you've heard the joke. Schubert had the joke about it. Our Spanish teacher at Turpin High School, his name was Senor English. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. He would come in, he'd be like, Hello, I am senior English. And we're like, What the no fuck? Way. I slept in his class. Uh <laughs> Of course. Damn. Oh. Do you remember sleeping in class? Dude, first period, I would my friend Brittany, she was a grade below me, was behind me, and then my friend Kyle was in front of me, who was a grade below and him and i would rotate shifts yeah and she would like distract if anything were to happen or she would tap us with a ruler she'd yeah. hit me and then hit him and so we like a system on how to sleep at first period
1: it is so is there anything more <laughs> disrespectful no dude shout out to teachers it's so fucking hard being a teacher especially now but just the instance of you at your job yeah you got up you drove there you lesson planned. You got a master's in education. You're in debt. You're at your fucking job. All of your coworkers are essentially children. <laughs> and then you're just up there doing your work. And and someone is snoring.
0: And then you turn back and I am head <laughs> all the way back. Not even hiding it. Guttural.
1: Yeah, dude. I mean, oh. I would try to hide it. You know, like, I would try to hide it. You do the thing where it's like you wouldn't get into REM sleep because you would still kind of be like, Moving your pencil a little bit, (laughs) acting like you're taking notes, but just like actively asleep. Oh yeah. The amount of times I woke up with just drool all over my desk.
0: All the time.
1: That's so wild. No one wiped it down. Mm -mm. You know, I just hit it, hit it with my goddamn hoodie sleeve. Hit it with my goddamn hoodie sleeve, and then the next person comes in and their textbook sticks to the table because I was chewing gum.
0: Dude, the biggest the thing that, where my high school fucked up is f- baseball. They gave us those real nice 100% polyester Under Armour hoodies. Brother, you gave me a sleeping bag for my noggin. No shit. I would pop that thing up, roll it around like a Like a, a, like turban, a little pillow top kind of? And then just nod off into it. And I just was sleeping on a camel hump at that point. That is so fucking funny. Oh. Man.
1: Sleeping in class. You oh. might as well just fall asleep with both middle fingers up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or just put a sign up that just says, you know what? Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> Dude, the one there is. Okay, we, the my JV baseball coach and then he became a bench coach he was also my health teacher and he taught study hall which means he just got paid to sit at a desk right there was a girl who would always fall asleep in study hall i would take that time to do the homework for the next two periods i was supposed to do the night before and just fill it out and have terrible work well he was like it it was like the two like the the second week in a row that she had slept every time and he'd be like you can't sleep here and like wake her up and he was fed up he's like if you fucking fall asleep again, I'm gonna do something that you are going to regret. And she's like, okay, whatever, nerd. Falls back asleep the next day. He comes up, he's got psoriasis. Goes up over top of her, and then just starts making it snow by scratching his arm. Just flakes, thick flakes covering her whole head and then she finally feels it and wakes up she's like what the fuck and then just shakes off you know enough skin to cover a newborn dude not to sound
1: like a back in my day guy but but (laughs) if that happened today it would literally be on cnn Oh, no, down my <laughs> mind. Like full blown abuse. The school system <laughs> would be sued. Yeah. That woman would be on the next presidential debate. <laughs> that young girl, they'd put her up there for a fucking hate crime.
0: Oh, yeah. And instead, we just laughed our asses off. Oh, my God. What a
1: ballsy teacher. That <laughs> yeah. guy must have been tenured. Oh, no. He, he was either tenured or like 24.
0: He is still there. Yeah. And You know how Schubert substitutes there? Yeah. He runs into him all the time. He's like, What's up, Mr. C? And he's like, Hey, how are you? And he would ask, He asked about what I'm doing. Pretty How's awesome. the flaky
1: ass arm yeah. skin?
0: Mostly gone. He got on new medication. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> he got it on new medication and he got it a bunch. Of, uh, <laughs> most of the dead skin is on sleeping
0: students. <laughs> yes. Sleeping Stephanie. God damn. We did have a teacher epic. get fired. I didn't never have him, but he would come in still drunk from the night before. and Jake would take advantage of him and go like, you know he was like, movie day. And they're like, it's movie day every day. He's like, I know, but and Jake would convince him that we were they were too far ahead. So they just kept watching the same movie for three weeks, and Jake would just have him go back to the same 45 minutes before and go 45 minutes before, and he'd just be like, whatever,
1: this is where we are. I don't care about any of
0: you. He got fired. Yeah,
1: he's like, I make $40,000 a year.
0: <laughs> and I, am a, I have a <laughs> crippling alcohol <laughs> Substance abuse problem. Full blown issue. Full blown. Dude, this it goes, is back how you... to, it goes back to addiction is a problem if you're not rich. Right. Well, this is where it becomes a problem. As soon as there were some girls who graduated.
1: Oh, of course.
0: He hit them up like, hey, what are you up to?
1: Oh, yeah. You
0: want to hang out? I can buy you a beer. You can come back to my place. And then, like, they were, like, gross and, like, hit up the, the like, principal and they're like, hey, this guy's being a fucking creep, and they're like, well, we wanted to fire him, now we have reason to. Boom, send me them screenshots, mama. Get him out of here.
1: Yeah. A lot of good teachers out there, but just like any other profession, yeah, scumbags can work their way in. Always. It,
0: they're scumbags find a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, scumbags find a way. That's why they're scumbags.
0: Exactly. They weasel their way in.
1: They're fucking survivors. We man.
0: watched the history of the swear words, and you saw who the executive producer was. Oh, yeah. Christopher, Christopher Delia,
1: baby, still making dude piled up cheddar for that show. Oh,
0: it's great. Yeah, it's it, a great show. Yeah, probably got streamed a shit ton, and he's getting he's getting like incentive bonuses, and he's like, "What am I gonna do with all this money? I'm canceled. I can't go anywhere."
1: Yeah, just probably invested in GameStop.
0: <laughs> Game stonks.
1: Yeah, dude, that's a trip. That's a that that was a really hot non baseball related thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Very hot. Very steamy.
1: What do you bet the fans are going to think the exact same thing?
0: Hey, come on. You nasty on.
1: boys and girls. I would be willing to bet on pretty good odds that you guys got a couple of chuckles in that.
0: Almost had a better lead in.
1: Oh, well, I'm sorry. Let's rewind. What did you say? Here's
0: you know, it's crazy people are playing the stock market. I wish that there was a place like the stock market where I could take my sports knowledge- and put my money behind
1: Instead it. Instead of betting against a company, you can just bet against a team you don't like.
0: Exactly, and you know they're going to win. Is there Seems a... a lot more wholesome. So much more wholesome. And you think? And I don't want to go anywhere and do it. Do you think I could do it from the comfort of my couch? I know you can. Do it on the internet, maybe. You could do. You could probably bet online. Wasn't that a great lead-in? That was a good, pretty lead-in. good lead-in. Football is in full effect and the NBA is back. You might not be in a game this year, but you can still be on the action at BetOnline. Yeah. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses but online your online sports book experts and now a word from our new sponsor i want to tell you
3: a story it's a story about a scandal broken relationships gossip rumors money corporate rivalry and a broom a performance enhancing broom my name is john cullen
2: So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion
4: Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.
0: That was great! Oh, Travis Pastrami!
1: Mm, thank you, Travis Pastrami. Mm. I do like that read. He, he's got a good voice. He does have a great voice. And there's some cool athletes that are also lined up besides Travis Pastrami.
0: Mia Ham. Mia Ham. More lunch meat. Alex. Yeah. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we go.
1: Tasty little sandwich. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mustard Jones. <laughs>
0: and I think
1: Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan. Not a lunch meat. Yeah, not a lunch. Well. Well. She's yeah. a snack. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's the side of fucking Doritos <laughs> 3D.
0: Well, I need to change my pants. Yeah, Alex Morgan. What a smoke show. I just thought about the... Sports illustrated swimsuit issue she was in.
1: There you go. Well, try to get back on track. Are you with me?
0: Sorry, no. all the blood rushed from my head. Yeah, there you go. Bill's back.
1: I'm back. And uh there's The Reds did stuff. We did stuff. We would you say we
0: do a lot? I say we do a little. Do a little. Come on, we got Sean Doolittle, baby. One year we did we kind of did what I said we should do, which was sign a reliever in this market. Yeah. Um is it who I want? Absolutely not. No. Was it the best reliever available on the market? No. No. But this is like what I said to you before we started. This is like if we went to the gas station and bought a $50 scratch-off. Yeah. This is like the most they've spent on a free agent so far. $50 scratch-off, yeah. It's a big it's a it's a big gamble for the Reds. Um pulling up his baseball reference right now. Here we go. Because, I mean, his 2020 was bad, but that's because he was hurt. Yeah, and it was 2020. Right. Everything was bad. You kind of throw that out. Let me read you off his 2019. Are you ready for this? Read it. Are you ready? 2019.
1: With the Nationals.
0: With the Washington Nationals. He pitched in 63 games. World Series winner. Shut it down. Yeah. Shut her down. 60 innings pitched. Here we go! Come on, baby. Sixty-six strikeouts. Oh, it doesn't have his um his saves on here. He had a lot of saves. His ERA plus was one eleven. His whiff rate was crazy. Yes. The, the ball moves all
1: over the place. Nine
0: point nine Ks per nine, but then you look at twenty eighteen. He had twelve Ks per nine, and his ERA plus was two sixty seven. No, I think I I liked
1: the signing. I think it's fine. I like a left-handed arm coming out of the bullpen.
0: Needed another one because the only one you had left down there was Amir, and he has a he could potentially
1: only be thrown in the ninth inning. He could, of course. Who do you think comes away with that battle? Because I, I mean, it is pretty open, yeah.
0: Uh, I think you. It's a rotation. I think it's a rotation between Doolittle, Amir, and Sims. It just depends on the situation. I think mm, the way love that
1: Lucas Sims, I love Lucas Sims.
0: But the way that Bell manages and the way that he likes to use that bullpen and he would rather have options than just one dude doing it. I I know I feel
1: like I've kind of wavered in and off of this with, you know, with all of the rice sale when we were talking about that and closers have a certain mentality and this, that and the other. But like, I don't know, man, I kind of like the committee, dude. You don't want to get too cute with it, but no. unless you have a fucking world beater like Mariano Rivera, right, or like you know someone who you can be like, oh yes, you That's mean the my closer, closer, Trevor Hoffman, yeah, Chapman for a period of time. Um,
0: who was the one before him, Cordero?
1: Yeah, Francisco
0: or not Francisco, Coco.
1: Yeah, Coco Cordero. Coco Cordero. Like if you have a Danny a, Graves. Yeah, dude. I. I I just don't hate the committee. I don't hate it.
0: The game's going that way anyway. It's like, what? I don't know.
1: You've got a really, really fucking tight ball game that you need to win. And, you know, three left-handers are due up. (laughs) That will never happen. Never. But, like, you know, one or two. And you want to throw Lucas Sims out there. Mm -hmm. He's one of your best options. Yeah. It's the eighth inning. Go for it. Run him the fuck out there. Yeah. Don't, don't. Hurt yourself in the earlier innings, betting on getting to the last inning. Right. You know, in the game, I don't know. Put in- the
0: best pitcher in that match- that works with the matchup. Yeah, totally fine with that. Period. Paragraph. And guess what? And if it's the ninth inning, you've got seven, eight, nine. You don't need to throw your best pitcher there. No, I like Doolittle. I'm fine. I'm I'm fine with it. It's just I texted this to Jake, and he was like, "Doolittle it sounds like the Reds have just been out there." Doing little. Yeah, and I was like, I think this is Nick Crawl in a hostage situation where it's like, blink twice if you're okay, and sh- sign Sean Doolittle if you need help. Yeah, exactly. And he signed Sean Doolittle. Yeah, and now next
1: week we're gonna we're gonna sign John. Spend no money. <laughs> you know, a fucking utility guy from Japan.
0: Steve, there's a gun to my head. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, yeah, with everything that you just said. With whatever our apparent options ap- ap- appear to be, the game mm-hmm. that Crawl is being forced to do. Correct. You know, he's in a corner. It's not like he's going to, like, buck the system. He can't. No. Everything, like, he can cook it all up, but at the end of the day, it goes through the top brass.
0: Right. You know? And the brass is just, like... Don't spend money. The
1: brass is going to be like, you have no idea how much money I had tied up in shorting GameStop. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's just like, hold the line. Yeah, so... But here's, what's, here's the thing about this for a second. Nick Kroll has worked his way up 15 years within this organization. You finally get to the peak, the precipice of how of, of the organization you have worked for, the company you've worked for. The highest position that you could hold. And they say... Don't spend money, but don't fuck it up.
1: Yeah, don't spend any money, but we still want to win? With a question mark, you know? it's We've said it before, Crawl. it's easy to take out your frustrations on him, but like so many of us, he is so stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. There's really not shit he can
0: do. No, he is just a sacrificial lamb for the 2020 season. Now, and... But
1: it's like, you know, it's like with a manager. A team is getting beat every fucking night. It's the manager's fault. A team right. starts winning like crazy. Rarely do you point to the manager. Right. So hopefully with what we're about to talk about, Nolan, with that <sighs> movement,
0: yeah, maybe
1: nothing points to this. But we are eternally hopeful and just wanting, even for the sake of this goddamn
0: podcast,
1: if there is a moment, and you know, up top, Bob and the gang is just like, "Yeah, let's go out and do something big."
0: We have to now.
1: Then crawl. We have to now. You're put in that position. Then, then crawl gets the love, and I hope that he gets put in that position.
0: I do too, because I think he'll do a good job. I mean, I don't hate any of the signings he has done so far. No, even the minor league, the minor league deals that they went after, it was like. High spin rate, high velocity, go find those They're guys for cheap. Going out and getting people that could work in our system. And you know what? He's doing that to the best of his ability yeah. with literally just change in his pockets. Nothing. Nothing. And we're just like looking at it going, okay. Okay. All right. But you're also telling me that Masha Hira Tanaka went back to Japan on a two-year, $8 million deal. Yeah. And we couldn't find a way to have him at Great American Ballpark. I know. That's still fuck. I can't get over it. I know. He pitched at Yankee Stadium and his 7-year career there he had a 3.49 ERA. Yeah. And that is the ultimate hitters park.
1: Over over uh like 35 games over 500 win-loss. They just won when he was out there. Yeah. And Bauer's going to walk and it, dude, the tide is turned on Bauer. Everyone, Everyone. on Twitter is f- so fucking annoyed with Trevor
0: Bauer. Just over it.
1: Yeah, like like I saw a meme and it was it was like Trevor Bauer colon. And then the meme was just like some cartoon that said, not only am I annoying, but I'm also obnoxious. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, dude. I mean, Bauer is he's spun himself such a web that no really no matter who he signs with. He's going to go in and the fan base is going to be like, who's this fucking asshole?
0: Who's this piece of shit?
1: Yeah, it's just going to, all the negatives, what about 2019? What about, you know, all of the negatives are just going to be completely under a microscope. Right. Because now people are
0: rooting against him. Right, because he's so boisterous and just not, and he's just not getting what he wants. Yeah, people are just rooting against him. What about that Mickey Calloway story? That's what I was about to bring up. We we That did not age well when we we're like, yeah, okay, you're going, to, you don't like Mickey Calloway. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's fine. <laughs> now we're like, well, looks like we were wrong. At least five different reporters, he like sent dick pics.
1: Yeah, dude, that's so
0: wild. And the Angels' response was bad. They didn't say shit. What they say? Nothing. You know what they did? Suspended him. That's it. They're going through everything. And Mickey Calloway's defense was, I'm married. Dude, you can be married and you can be a creep. I would know. Yeah, yeah, right. First hand, I would know. Yeah, right. I'm gross. (laughs) Yeah, those coexist. I'm not saying I go out there and send dick pics to ladies and say, hey, you up? And then just my cock.
1: No. You could argue that the creepiest dudes are are married married, because it adds to the creep factor. Yup. You know, if a, if a guy's like 45 and single as shit and it is is creepy, people are like, mm. "Wow, that's surprising." Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, it's right. like, yeah, whatever,
1: but sure. It adds to the creep
0: factor. A man who has been married for over 50 years and is like in his late 80s, early 90s is the creepiest person you've ever met in yeah, your life. Dude. Yeah.
1: It is so weird like I don't know. And that story deserved to come out.
0: One he, hundred percent. He's
1: a creepazoid, right? You can't be doing that to people. Mm-hmm. If you do that, consequences. Right. There are consequences of that sort of behavior. I'm, I mean, look I, at
0: the, the the GM of the Mets.
1: Yeah, uh, exactly. I'm glad the story broke, but just like weird, just fun angle to look at. There, I saw some people on Twitter like just joking around, sure, and being like, "Oh." Bauer said he didn't like Mickey Calloway. Pretty interesting timing for that story to break. Now Mickey Calloway's out. Now they're going to go get Bauer. Yeah. And, and like, that's, that's just a funny thing to think about. And then in that same mindset, the billionaire Cohen. Right. Who, because for whatever reason, I saw so many articles that were like, Mickey Calloway, Angels pitching coach, called out for sexual, you know, lewd actions or whatever, but he was wearing a Mets jersey.
0: Luba actions?
1: L- yeah, well, that too. Right. That motherfucker doesn't use lube. <laughs> Luba actions. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah. There you go. But, I-, I don't know. It's just, it's it's funny and silly, and I'm not being serious, but, like, Cohen is sitting there. Everyone is literally coming from his head. The guy, everyone hates him in the Mets now. After a week ago, they were the funnest team in the league. Right. Right. It is just like, yeah, make the call.
0: <laughs> make the call.
1: We need, we need people to hate someone else involved in baseball right now. Yeah, it, literally anybody else. Take Callaway down.
0: Take him out. Please take him out and so I can go hide in my bunker and worry about my game stunts. It's so
1: crazy I... that dudes still do shit like that.
0: Dude, I would never, never in my life. Never,
1: I would never do it on principle alone. But how are you doing it when left and right? some motherfucker is getting shot down every day. Right. Every single day in some field, some creep is getting exposed. And you're just going to go out there and creep it up? Keep going? You're going to get you're going to get caught. Yeah. And no one's going to take your side, my guy. Nobody because they shouldn't.
0: No, they shouldn't. Have you ever looked at your own dick and been like, "You know what? This looks. My dick looks so good. I bet I could convince a lady that doesn't like me" just by sending this with a good flash
1: this dick you know i'm having a good dick day i'm gonna <laughs> surprise someone with it <laughs> the fuck dude what are you doing it takes serious serious coaxing for me to send a dick pic that is wanted
0: uh i've never had the honor or privilege of doing that
1: see i've sent more than i'm For someone who doesn't understand how the cloud works (laughs) (laughs) I have sent way too many. But even then it's just like this is weird. Whoever I'm sending this to now has a picture of my penis. Yeah. It's just some fucking like blackmail shit, at the very least. (laughs) Even if they want it. Yeah. I'm so hesitant to send it, you Aww. know? Yeah. And then it's just, I just can't imagine. If the guy is a keyboard warrior sending unsolicited dick pics, what's he doing at the bar at closing time, you know?
0: Yikes. It's like
1: people are like, oh, well, it was a mistake, and maybe he got his wires crossed. And it's like, I'm so down to give people the benefit of the doubt, but... My God! But when you got, how are
0: you doing that? Five people coming forward.
1: Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I mean, it's, it's as many it's fingers locked, are yeah. on a
0: hand. Say that they've seen the one finger in your pants. Yeah, dude. Yeah, you're yeah, you fucked up five that, times. That fucking pants
1: finger, dude. Yikes! Yeah, what? You know, whatever. Good
0: riddance. Good riddance. Get out. Get him out of the game. Get all the creeps out of the game. In any game, in any field, get the creeps out. Y'all, the y'all you all missed the boat a while ago. Yeah. So scram.
1: So yeah, Callaway's out. It does S- not mean Bauer's an angel. No,
0: or well, he's not even out yet. Like now here's said. the other thing on that. Bauer, if okay, so if the, if he's like oh, I'm over the Angels. Thing about this: the other spot would have been the Mets. Yeah. And Cohen. Yeah. Is uh, a little broke. Yeah. So where does that put him?
1: Wouldn't it be nuts? wouldn't it be nuts
0: not gonna happen I know what you're saying no I'm not talking about the red legs thank god
1: no I'm just I mean and I don't even know if it I've mean stranger things have happened what if it what if it's like you know pitchers and catchers report and Trevor's just sitting there fucking listening to Stained by himself
0: <laughs> <laughs> for sure doing that right now yeah we're goat goat fist of Satan or whatever he, he, he likes yeah no
1: shit I don't know I just I just I have a hard time seeing where he lands right now Dodgers yeah, the Dodgers will just pay him. They'll just pay
0: him. I mean, they've done nothing. Yeah. While well, the Padres have done everything. Yeah,
1: they've done everything. They've made the four sexiest moves of the entire offseason. Very horny for it. You could argue that this Nolan Arenado trade between Rockies <laughs> and St. Louis was the biggest fleecing maybe fucking
0: ever to. I am so unbelievably mad about it. It's crazy. Okay, here's the thing. Here's how I process every move that like affects the either affects the Reds, or is by the Reds. And this year it has been. I get the news when I'm drunk. I'm very, very heated. Yes. I'm very hot. I go it from blows up on a text thread. It blows up on a text thread, and it blow. I get a lot of texts about it from not just you know one person from like 15 people. Yeah. I'm mad about it. And then I talk with someone about it on the phone. Then I calm myself down, and then I accept it. And I don't. And I'm after the denial phase. I accept it, and I move on. Friday night, I was texting my friend in St. Louis. I said, "You need to call me back, or I'm going to jump off my roof." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Dude, it's 4:30 in the morning." I'm like, "I'm I jumping. need to scream about this. Oh, I was furious because the Cardinals didn't do diddly dick. They, they haven't even. They brought back Wainwright. They still haven't brought back Yachty. And that they go out and just
1: fleece the Rockies. Yeah, dude. I mean, Aaron Otto, it, I am like an avid baseball fan. I knew how good he was. And then you look at it in retrospect. I didn't know. I mean, he's like easily the best third baseman in the game. Yes. For the past fucking eight years.
0: Correct. He's won eight straight gold gloves. Yes. And think about this Bob Costas had him number eight all time since 1959. Believe it. And Bob Costas is like uh, the, the voice. epitome
1: of the old school. No, yeah. 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 I mean, eight straight gold gloves, four straight platinum gloves, four silver sl- sluggers, four fielding Bible awards, whatever the fuck that is. Not not one fucking... He won a Mel Odd award. has been to five consecutive All-Star games. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just snubbed into MVP voting many times because he played in Colorado and they didn't do shit.
0: Right. Well, they, they went to the playoffs a bunch of times. Yeah. But isn't that bonkers?
1: I mean, l- rattle off who the... Cardinals quote gave up this for is, the best third baseman. This of is a generation. This is what fucking gets me going.
0: Austin Gomber, right? Left-hander, career point, or career 1.1 WAR, career 3.72 ERA. Because of course he does, he pitches at, at Bush. Yeah. It's just like you're pitching in a fucking giant field. Yeah. 2018, he went 6 and 2 with a 4.44 ERA, gave up seven dingers in uh, 29 games. He started uh, 11 of those games with an ERA plus of 88. In 2020, motherfucker started only four games but had 14 appearances. So he got demoted basically got demoted or promoted during the season I forget when he would have started or demoted to the pen is what I'm saying right 234 era plus these are inflated because of 2020 but a guy that like does spot starts and comes out of the pen I would say he was like a comparable to a Lorenzen that's what I was thinking but like less talented yeah right yeah I mean he's not throwing a hundred. No, exactly. Ex- you know what I'm exactly. saying? I mean, at
1: least Lorenzen, if you throw him in at the tail end of a game, he can literally come in and throw it
0: 102
1: miles an hour.
0: Yeah, look at his 2021. Pers- Listen to this, though. This is where it gets wild. 2021 projects- projections. He would have his uh, case per nine would be 8.9, right? His walks per nine, four. Sheesh. Not
1: good. Not good. Not and and I, is Not he good. the only in, like major league player that
0: was involved in it the only one who's even fucking close yeah
1: yeah the rest of the guys are just four names you wouldn't know them anyway because they're minor leaguers but like el harris montero but they're on no one's list they got traded to the rockies and are not even in the rockies top 100 of their prospects now
0: no they're not even they weren't even in the top they, um, they weren't in the top 100 of baseball but i'm talking like looking at it now like the team rank now with these guys now going to the rockies with, with already not a great farm system. Huris Montero, I'm probably saying his name wrong. He's 16th overall. That's and that's so going wild. to the Rockies. You've got Tony Loche, Loche, I don't know. 18th overall Resist. going to a bad system. Probably cancel me, motherfucker. Mm. Mateo Gil, 23rd overall. And this is going to a bad farm system. Jake Saunders ain't even ranked. Fan
1: just a bunch of warm fucking bodies, bodies and jerseys.
0: Warm bodies that say we traded the third baseman of a generation because he was pissed. And also, here's $50 million. So if he leaves, well, you really- you didn't fucking lose <laughs> it. No, and they're just spreading that money out.
1: I know, man. That is bonkity bonk.
0: To have him at third and Paul Goldschmidt
1: across the diamond at first is there is there a better corner are there is there does anyone cover it like that no 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 one covers it like that man Mm -mm. that is so fucking wild and it could not go to a team i hate more That truly sucks. That's why it's I'm, infuriating. I'm pretty stoked to be able to get to watch Arenado.
0: Oh, a lot this year. Yeah,
1: I get to watch him play a lot, and I hope he hits a million bombs when he's not playing for the red le- or against the red legs. Ugh. But like, man, goddamn. So the question that is
0: on everyone's tongue now, because oh, let's look this. Let me let me see something. Let me look up their 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 depth chart now. Just just out of just out of f- curiosity, right now. At okay, catcher doesn't. I mean, I I would have to assume they bring back Yachty, of course. They're not going to
1: let him walk in disgrace. Just maybe even on fucking principle alone.
0: Right. When you've got when you've got Andrew Kisner and Tyler Heineman behind the dish, I am going to say Yachty comes back first. Goldschmidt, second base Tommy Edman, third base Arenado, shortstop Paul DeYoung, left field Tyler Tyler O'Neill, center field Harrison Bader, right field lane thomas but also dexter fowler that isn't a that's after adding arenado i'm like oh i mean it's a problem it's now a problem it's the top five fucking top five hitter in the league now
1: in our division in our (laughs) what's the answer because mind you i mean even okay so in between uh last pod and this pod even like it was the next day dd got signed Two years, twenty-eight. So even it, which two years, twenty-eight is cheaper than what we thought. Uh, but I mean, not that we were going to spend it, but like even if we had gotten DD, they turn around and signed Nolan. It's just like DD's nullified. Correct. So we would have been fucked even if we had signed DD Gregorius.
0: One hundred percent agree.
1: So you either just wave the white
0: fucking flag. Or you I mean try to make a move I don't think you i I don't think you straight up wave the white wave the white flag it's close it's close as in like if you are if you aren't going to try and compete trade Castillo trade Sonny, get the farm go for it but it's you know what the problem is it's too late for that exactly it's Spring too late training starts in a couple weeks yeah it's too late for that what I would do And what I've been thinking, if you could fucking fleece the Rockies like that, Trevor Story has one year left on his deal. What will it take to get him out of here considering you just need to give them warm bodies? Dude, I mean, they got Nolan for nothing. They
1: gave him away for nothing. Uh Uh-huh. And gave them 50 mil. Yeah. So you go up to Story and just, I mean, just give him a fucking touch of something. Yeah, You know, give them fucking at least like a, I don't know, a fucking Jonathan India or even like an Austin Hendricks. Or, you know, just like an actual piece that kind of moves the needle that you can point at and be semi-excited about. Right. You know? Because they need warm bodies just to film the farm. That's all they're doing right now is just like, you know, filling up these triple-A, double-A teams. I mean... That's what I. Because you posed the question, and I, how did? could you ask me? Is story more likely to now? Because mm-hmm. the Rockies came out and said, you know, I know we traded literally the franchise, everyone's most favorite Rocky, <laughs> right across the board, the franchise player. We traded him, but we're keeping Trevor Story. Bullshit.
0: No way. If you came to them with an offer, they'd do it in a fucking minute. You would think, you would think, and you wouldn't have to give up. You wouldn't have to give up a top fifteen prospect. I wouldn't even think. Yeah. You you probably might not even have to top touch the top twenty. Yeah. That's yeah. Or you
1: just give them like one. Yeah. One good piece. Yeah. <laughs> but but right. then again, you don't want to be like okay. Here's Hunter Green for Trevor story for one year. Fuck you know, you can no. never do that, especially with the idea that Ladolo and Hunter might come up at one point this season. That's right. such an exciting thing to think about. Here's but-
0: here's what I'm, I'm looking up the the top, you know, the top fifty, whatever. Okay, let's say we are looking on prospects fifteen hundred. We'll go tier three players with an av- average expectation of making the majors and being a solid contributor. Okay. Let's get there. This is from 2020. Um Oh god, yeah. I'll give you I'll you know what? I'll give you Tony Santian. I'll give you Tony Santian and I'll also turn around and give you um <laughs> shit. Yeah. Not even you trade take that long.
1: Hypothetically, since the the asking price is high, because two months ago, we were just like, Sonny Gray and Eugenio Suarez for Trevor Story. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's just like, okay, we'll give you Santillian and like what, Kyle Farmer? (laughs) Just some random piece that you could throw onto your field right now.
0: Oh, here's what I was thinking about. I'm not giving you Tony Santillian. I'm giving you Vladimir Gutierrez. Sure. That's who I'm giving you. I'm giving you Vladimir Gutierrez, and I'm giving you, um, let's go a little bit down here. Shit. Eric Yang. Sure. Never heard of him. Perfect. And then uh, we'll also cover, I mean, we'll cover the cost of his season, whatever he gets in ar- what he got in arbitration. Right. I'll give you those two guys. Cool. I know. You at
1: least have to fucking make the call. You have to. You have to make the call. And apparently they made the call earlier and then it sputtered out. And when we, that first move that we made where we shipped Bob, Steve and brought those two guys in who were pretty excited about, we were like, yeah, maybe we're in bed with the Rockies. And then it's just been flatline ever since. But I don't know, man, it looked like the central was just going to fucking lay down and take it. It looks like Arenado is, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if he signed another big contract with them.
0: I don't think so. I think this is the end of the road because I don't, I mean, he's making like 23 mil a year. I think this is that this, you ride this out and then sign either like a one year or a two year after this one.
1: Okay. Not long term, but I'm saying big money. Right. I, I feel saying. like the Cardinals are going to pay him and he'll be a Cardinal for the next three or four years.
0: Right. He'll still be on, I mean, still with that contract yes. with five years, $199 million left. Yeah. Plus, you've got on the right side of the infield with Paul Goldschmidt in his big fucking contract.
1: Yeah, that's true. But the rest, they're, they're nothing. They let Colton Wong walk, which, by the way, another team in the Central is not laying down and dying. Because Colton Wong to the Brewers is also fucking not chill (laughs) you know that's not like oh look what the brewers did it's like oh well fuck look what the brewers did that guy won a gold glove last year yeah and he can in any he he could just bat over
0: 300 and then you turn around and they're still talking about justin turner i know so and then you could have that on the left side of the infield
1: if the brewers signing wong it either means that they're punting on turner and they're settling for wong or they're pushing their chips in, and Wong is the first step. And then they're say, "Let's go get us a fucking third baseman." Right. So it's either them revving up to go for it, or them making their move and then going into spring training with what they got.
0: I think that they're gonna make another move. I think they're making another move, dude. Because I,
1: I think they're making another move because it just comes back to the Cardinals trading for the best third baseman in the game. Right. Last week, we were talking about running away with this shit division because everybody <laughs> was, you know, we spent $3 million yeah. this whole entire offseason as a division combined. Right. Arenado moves the whole division's needle. Yep. It moves the whole division's needle. Can, dude, can you imagine the gut punch that it will feel if we wake up tomorrow and check Twitter and we trade for Ahmad Rosario and that's our answer? To Arenado,
0: I promise you, I will jump off the roof. That's a promise. That is a promise sealed with a hand job. It's probably not high enough to kill you unless you go head first. You bet your ass, I'm going head first. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. Here's kind of what I was thinking. I, when you when you mentioned that about the 3.7 million dollars the NL Central had spent until this week, with as little money as the NL Central made. Because they didn't do the revenue sharing this year. They kind of everyone was on their own island with their TV deals. And the NL Central's like, well, we have some of the worst TV deals in baseball. Do you think that they were just the, you know, with the Cardinals, the Brewers and the Cubs signing Jacques? That's nothing. to the scoff at either, man. No, it's not. I think, you know, he. Him and Wrigley
1: is pretty nasty. And
0: they say he can't hit lefties. I think they're going to let him hit lefties, and I think you are going to see an explosion from him.
1: He could get away with it in Wrigley,
0: and I could you could you could honestly say that is an upgrade over Schwarber. Yeah, I mean, you could. You could say that. He's definitely hotter. He's definitely better defensively. Yeah. He definitely doesn't look like he came from a trailer park. Yeah. No goatee. No goatee. He's put together. Sweet Jewish boy.
1: Yeah. Sweet Jewish boy.
0: So. The, I think the NL Central was waiting to see how everything else was starting to fall, knowing we have a couple weeks until spring training, maybe. Well, to get to that, but to close on. But I think just the NL Central was waiting everything out to see how everything else fell. And now they're making their moves, seeing what's left instead of being the big, big ball spenders. Sings,
1: seeing what's left.
0: And, then and what's, also what you could do with the trade market, too. It,
1: yeah, because waiting that long puts teams in corners.
0: And they were in a corner with Nolan. Rocky's been trying...
1: They've been trying to get rid of Nolan probably all off-season. And then, you know, maybe 20 days till fucking spring training. Right. And, be- and they're just like, all right, just send us five dudes who can run and chew gum at the same time. <laughs> you know? Just to get it out of here. Just to get it out of here and just get the process of their, their you know, 30th rebuild in a 25-year... <laughs> you know 25 years storied existence. history along right i don't know man i uh, dude i can't say die i can't say never mm-hmm. it would okay so if we trade for Ahmad rosario you promise to jump off the roof head first yeah if we trade for trevor story i'll shit my pants and clean it out with my
0: own mouth <laughs> I just don't see it happening. I'll finger a homeless. I, a homeless man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It like, doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. Right. A homeless man, I will walk up and be excuse me, may I please you sexually with my hands? And they're like, I mean, no, but I'm like, I don't care. I'm just getting like, there.
1: like, Trevor Story just got traded to the Reds. I have to do this. I have to. I, I ha- said
0: it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I give a- you a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I have an obligation them it doesn't matter at that point Mm-mm. doesn't matter what gender because Listen, you i'm guys. making them make fluid
1: yeah that's all that'll happen some fluid will come out of the situation if that happens
0: i don't think that then i'm thinking about the other things like i think Seeger's going to be back he's a 2020 postseason hero yeah. for the dodgers and again i don't want to trade for him because of the health yeah. issues he's had misses a lot of games misses a lot of games Eno Saris talked about this. He's like if you look at what the Padres have done, it's always them you get the most value when you're a free agent when you sign that second deal and you stay with your team. Yeah. I mean, look at what they did with Blake Snell and look what, the, what they did with Yu Darvish and the contracts make up 25 million a year for two top-tier starters. Yeah. Who is out there that, you know, has more time left on their deal that is a shortstop, that's kind of locked in and that you might be able to go out and swoop up. Yeah. I mean, Willie Adamas, of course, with the Rays, because they've got the best prospect in baseball and Wander Franco waiting to come up to the big leagues and play shortstop. So you could go for that. Do I know if that is a good enough move?
1: I I read into that a little bit. It seems okay. But the argument with trading for uh, the Rays guy... Yeah. What's his last name Adamus?
0: Yeah, Willie Adamus.
1: Willie Adamus. It's part of the same rationale that we brought up when we were talking about Rosario. Adamus is a kid. He's a young fucking kid. And yeah. sure, you sign him for a year and maybe he blows up and you can, you know, get a But then it's for a year, so you can't trade him anywhere. But I mean, if you're really betting on Garcia, do you really do you want to bring in like a young kid with a lot of potential? You got to bring in a tried and true so, stopgap.
0: Arab eligible, el, el, eligible in twenty twenty two, and I'm with you. No, I heard you, and I agree with you. You need a fucking known commodity. But if you look at it this way, say you bring him, say you bring him in, you don't give up a shit ton. Adamus, right? You bring in Adamus, you don't have to give up a shit ton. He's Arb eligible in twenty twenty two. He's a free agent in twenty twenty five, so that gives you some flexibility. In 2019, he played in 152 games. He has an OPS plus of 96, floating around average. He hit, he hit 254, 317 on base, an OPS of 735. It's kind of average. We're tw- looking for a stick. My guy's
1: got like eight career bombs.
0: This guy's got 20 dingers and 52 ribs. Um, but the year before, in 85 games, he just got an OPS plus of 109. 278 average 406 slugging 348 on base 10 dings 34 ribs in 85 games and then 2020 like we always say is a wash but with a guy this young 124 ops plus 332 on base percentage 259 with the stick eight dingers 23 ribs if you look into that amount of time his ribs went up his dingers were better in 54 games compared to the 85 and eight compared in 54 games compared to the one fifty-two, We got a
1: sweet, we just got a sweet little taste as much as we bitch about the current state of the reds. Right. The reason why we're bitching this hard is because we got the taste of how sexy it was to go out and sign Sonny gray and trade for Bauer and trade for Puig and go out and like get these big, exciting players. We went out and got Shogo. We went out and got Castellanos. We traded, you know, we went we out and got, got Moose. Mousse. Like, we got a taste of what it felt like to swing your dick around and go out there and try to win. That's that's ultimately why it's so sour right now. Is it's, and, we, and we've talked about this at length. We're beating a dead horse, but it's just like, make up your goddamn mind. What yeah. are we doing? Come on. The
0: name of the last podcast was come Come on on. King of Shit Mountain. What are we doing? Right. And we just have to make up our mind. You can't go in this thing half cocked. No. If you want to come, you got to get stiff. But if you if you aren't feeling it, then go home. Adamus is
1: half cocked. Adamus is half cocked. He's a decent enough player. But Adamus is half cocked. Rosario's half cocked. Didi or Simeon? That would have felt good. Mm-hmm. Didi and Simeon wouldn't be half cocked. Didi and Simeon would be going out and getting, you know, the best non-trade option. That wouldn't have felt half cocked. But letting Simmons go, Didi go, Simeon go, seeing Arnado get traded, Adamas or Rosario half cocked, unless you use some of that money by, but but the, but saving money for what free agent who's left. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's, it's now the ultimate, after the Arenado and even the Wong, and you can, especially if they bring in Turner, it is the ultimate 11th hour, shit or get off the pot. I mean, if we sign Willie Adamas, I'll love him. I'll right. cheer for him hard.
0: But optically and gut feeling, it's half cocked. Here's one that'll make you a little bit more stiff. Aldoberto Mondesi out of uh, Kansas City. Okay, yeah. They got a, a, one top five prospect in the game coming up at shortstop. This guy is ARB eligible in 2022, free agent in 2024. Sexy number here. He signed through whatever. he got. A, it's $2.5 million. An elite glove at short. It's cheap. Elite glove. He's fast as fuck. His twenty nineteen Okay, never mind. <laughs> I mean his twenty nineteen he had a two ninety one on base and then two ninety four in twenty twenty. He had but listen to this though. This is where it gets kinda horny for you. This is a guy who can lead off. This guy in twenty twenty had twenty four stolen bases, and in twenty nineteen he had forty three stolen bases.
1: I mean, I I do like that idea. And stolen st- bases on a team that live and die by the home run? Eh. Yeah. Listen, I'm being <laughs> pessimistic because I want motherfucking Trevor Story on our team. I do too. I just, you know.
0: I I know. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. I am 1,000% with you. Oh, ya. I know you are. You're giving and, good options. And I'm giving you pretty good level options that could also turn out, that would be... Be would give more time for uh, Jose Garcia to maturate, yeah, and say that you don't have to bring him up the next year, and that you're not losing a player the year after because Trevor Story's Gandhi getting paid. Yeah, he's a Yankee or a fucking right. Yeah, you know exactly, no doubt, doubt. none whatsoever. So I'm giving some options where I'm like, here's some flexibility and taking the Billy model
1: of just coming out the gate hot as fuck. And then stepping back and looking at it a little bit, you're right. You know, K- that KC guy, Adamus Rosario would make me so salty.
0: I would fucking hate that.
1: Rosario would make me so fucking salty. VR. I'm into
0: him still. I could,
1: I could take it. It's still, it still feels a little bit half cocked, but I can get excited about that player mixed in with our lineup. It's got some pop. Solid enough glove.
0: Mm hmm.
1: VR, Adamus, Kansas City. Not terrible. I am. It's at least a shortstop because right now we literally don't have one.
0: Kyle Farmer is the number one option. Season starts today. It's Farmer at the sixth spot. Get the fuck I mean. out that, of that, that here. That is wild. That's fucking off. Here's, okay. Let me get you a little more horny. Let me help you out here. We've said this before. I'm beating a dead horse. We will finally have 162 or 154 with Nick Castellanos playing right field, and he will be playing there every fucking day. See, love that. It's, it's,
1: it's easy to forget about some of the riches that we do have.
0: Moose could fuck around and hit 35 dingers. Yeah.
1: Winker Joey, could fuck around and hit 30 dingers.
0: Easily. Joey Votto figured it out after 30 games. That's saying that he has shortened. This 2020 could have helped him and be like, I can lock in faster now.
1: We're still Joey lovers. Always will be. He could
0: lock in quicker. Instead of taking 80, 81 games to get there, he can take 30. Yeah. Say he locks in for the rest of that and says, I'm earning this motherfucking money. Yeah. Gino comes out and fucks around and hits 50 dangers. He was on pace for that last year. Straight the up. The
1: games. Straight up. Tyler Stevenson could come out and make a fucking all star team. I mean, he he
0: could. and I'm you know, as Chad Dotson always says, hope is not a strategy, but I'm not hoping. I know these guys are going to be better next year. Yeah, they will be. So if you put in if you put an Aldiberto Mondesi in there, playing shortstop that gives that's a that's an elite glove, that means that someone in that infield can actually field, that's going to make the team a million times that's
1: better. That's already a Game changer. That's yeah. a huge one, man. Yeah, that's already a game changer.
0: And that gives you the op, the flexibility with Shogo, who's also a speedy guy, that you can fuck around a little bit, and Senzel too. Yeah, that gives you room to fuck around. Yeah, no, I, we don't hate
1: that. No, we get so worked up with what we don't have, right? That it's easy to forget what we currently do have. Correct. And even with the audition of Wong. And I mean, Aaron Otto, I mean, Jesus Christ, it, it, that one is, that's that, a problem. It's just such a needle mover. It's just so, it's just so scary. I mean, he's a top five guy in the league. It'll get your emotions runned up a little bit. Yeah. You know, I mean, seeing that guy in a fucking St. Louis Cardinals jersey is such a bummer. Yeah. Dude, I mean, we talked about Pujols a little bit, and Pujols. Uh, <laughs> last week it's like um, when he got traded I was so happy for so many reasons you know mm-hmm. just like it hurts the Cardinals and now I don't have to have an asterisk next to Albert Pujols who I loved right now it's removed He's not like... a Cardinal I can just enjoy one of the best hitters to ever play
0: yeah Dosh Machine. Yes. And let him just rip. Yeah. So. In a different no, time I mean, zone. You're right. You
1: talked me off the ledge a little bit. Like, there are some, there are still some viable options out there at shortstop.
0: That give you time to let Jose Garcia figure it out.
1: Yeah. Because at the end of the day, the, the, the re-
0: he's, he is our guy. Yeah. We want him to be the guy. He could potentially be the guy of the future. And this, with Alberto Mondesi. Gives you time to let him maturate. You won't have to give up a ton because they have somebody in the wings and the Rockies and the and the Roy, Royals are rebuilding. And they got a young fucking team. They're just letting the young the young guns that, uh, that they brought up from the farm hurl and you might as well get that shortstop up with there up there with him. I forget his name. I think his his name is Billy, I think. Billy Witt, maybe. But I'm gonna look that up real quick. But yeah, while we're thinking about it. Um but, yeah, man, You, I mean, I don't know. You can either look at it one of two ways. You can be super fucking bummed about it. Or you can not. Right. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr., he is the second highest-ranked prospect shortstop in the game. Um, so let's take a look at this list, and let's see where our boy is. He's not on that list, okay. Our boy's not on that list. Bobby Witt Jr. Get him up here. They expect him up in 2022. Bump it up a year. And uh, let's see what we can get for uh, Rauberto Mondesi. Hopefully it wouldn't be too much. Alberto Mondesi. It's going to be okay. Unless... Uh, if... Here's the thing. I am now pushing off my anger deadline. If we do nothing at sh- literally nothing at shortstop except for the guy we got from the Rule Five draft or whatever, Holder Kyle Holder. Yeah. If if we do nothing and then we pitchers and catchers report, then I'm gonna be pissed. Yeah. Because I've been kept pushing. Like if we don't sign, if we don't sign anybody until the, I'm gonna be pissed. If these guys go off the market, not, I'm gonna be pissed. Now I'm at the point where it's like. If you do literally nothing, I'm going to be pissed. I don't know. I'm with you. I mean, I'm trying not to be sour, too, and looking at this, but I'm staying calm, and they just have to do something. Yeah. If they just do something, and I expect all of the bats to turn around next year. Yeah. All of them. I think we'll be fine. Do we win the division? I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with losing Bauer. I'll take, I'll but I'll. I think there's a chance, and if they expand the playoffs and they keep them expanded, I could say I could say
1: we're a playoff team. I'll take Sonny Luis over
0: Flaherty Wainwright. One hundred percent every day. Yeah, every I'm day. One hundred percent agreed. I'll take our top three, and that's including Malley. Yeah, don't I forget don't, about old Ty Ty. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Um, the players. Rejected another proposal by the owners to play 154, pushed the season off for a month out of safety concerns. But attached to those safety concerns and the safety protocols and pushing back the month was expanded playoffs. Instead of having eight teams from each league, it'd be seven, and a universal DH. And the players' union said, Suck my dick. Well, dude, the thing that's so
1: crazy about the details in that proposal, so we're going to push back the start of the season, 30 days, and play eight less games. Right, and have a shorter spring training. Have a shorter spring training, shorter ramp-up period, more double-headers, less time off. I Yo, dude, my hands are thrown up in the air. I'm not competing with COVID. I ain't got shit to say. If they want to shorten it to be safe, sure, be fucking safe. But don't come back with like, all right, we're going to 30 days does not equal eight Major League Baseball
0: games. No, it doesn't. It's not even fucking close. No, because then you're ramping up the ramp up period. You will, will have an inferior product on the field. Straight up. Correct you're not it's gonna make the games worse
1: yeah dude the disparity between the month off the month delay and then just coming back and being like "All right, you can take a week of games off yeah a week less of games week and a day no I mean I get it dude I get
0: why the players were like fuck you very much yeah we're just gonna keep the same schedule why didn't you talk about this why didn't you talk with us about this in November or December bro
1: why are we talking about this in February,
0: the f- the lack of foresight is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. And man, I don't, I don't blame the players, man. I and don't. I don't either. And I, if I was in there, she'd say, fuck off! If you're really worried about my safety, why are there rule changes in here? Right? Why are you trying to sneak that in? I don't trust you. I, I don't trust you at all. Yeah. It's bonkers. And and I, you know what? If uh, you're this, you're this close. You I mean you look at you look at Twitter and you see that uh Tucker Barnhart's out there, he's been at swing camp for the past two weeks, good on you. You need to figure it out. You were a problem. Yeah. But Tucky Barnes. He's already getting into rhythm. He's already like ramping up for himself, just trying to fucking see the ball better, get into that rhythm. And baseball is one hundred percent a game about rhythm if we've learned anything from Dick Wad Bauer. Yeah. When we we, we did like him then. Uh, we did love him at a period of time. In a period of time, we were in love, and uh, now it is gone. But he taught us, you know, it's all about rhythm. Think about all the shit he would do before he got started. And then they called that rain delay in Detroit. And he
1: lost his mind.
0: He lost his mind. He's like, we're doing this an hour before game time. I already did all my shit. And the fact that that was still in that stipulation is that Rob Manfred could call any game at any time for any reason. Yeah. And they're like, no. Yeah. You can't. No. So you're taking him out of the rhythm, and you're making them worse. Come on. No. It's not cool. It's not smart. If you're already here, let it ride. And then, I mean, with
1: all of the mess that's leading into this season coming off the mess that was last season, 2021 is where they go in for the big dog negotiations. Yeah. And so you could you could potentially be looking at COVID 2020,
0: mm-hmm.
1: goddamn sixty games. <sighs> 2021, who knows when it's going to start, what it's going to look like, who's going to be playing. Then you go into 2022 where they're just like,
0: we're good. Yeah, you you know what? You need us more than you. People are going to
1: just Major League Baseballs are going to they're going to forget what even a normal season is. And they will be way more likely to just be like. Fuck you, dude. This league doesn't exist without the best baseball players in the world, a.k.a. us. us. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, ultimately, the players, the the owners have all the money, and money normally equals power. But when you muddle it down more and more and more, ultimately, the ultimate bargaining, bargaining chip, the players hold it because they are the game.
0: Yeah, it's labor. Yeah. The labor controls everything. The labor
1: controls. At the end of the day money is power and power can go a long way but strikes work yeah they, they do. can just be like i ain't showing up and it would break my fucking heart and i think i don't know if baseball would truly be able to re- recover i don't either three years in a row of a complete shit show
0: no way there's no way here's here's also what gives here's what gives me hope about the 2021 season the NBA it's working. They're traveling and they only had one issue with the Nets and they postponed a game, but aside from that it's been solid so yeah. far. And it's an indoor winter sport. And people are staying at home, they're following the protocols. Yeah. Think they could do it for 162 in baseball? Yeah, come on. I think so, man. Yes. Follow the protocols. Look at the look at football. It was shitty for the first couple weeks and we had some issues with Pittsburgh the Steelers and shit, but figured like figured out. They got it figured out. They say now that the NFL protocols are better than the CDC's, and their contract tracing is better than the CDC's because they figured it out and put a ton of money behind it. Of course, I believe it.
1: They gave a fuck.
0: They had a they had a guy, a fearless leader who wanted to create some direction and made it happen. So, what says that that you know that they passed that knowledge off to MLB?
1: Why you know why would they? They're the fucking top goddamn dog. If they, if 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 Manfred went to Goodell's office, you know, figuratively, sure, with his tail between his legs, and was like, Mister Goodell, could you could you please help us so that we're not hockey?
0: Please,
1: pretty, pretty, please. Goodell would be like. I don't give a fuck about baseball. <laughs> the less popular and successful baseball is, the better for football, right? You know, it's like, the, I,
0: who knows? Yeah, maybe
1: there's honor between thieves.
0: I would say so because of how much a, how much of a stranglehold me, na, the National Football League has on just the media in general. All of it, yeah. I you mean, turn on a TV, and you're gonna be we're gonna be hearing about the quarterback carousel that will still be going on in June. Yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll lead story is aaron Rodgers getting traded today right no and people still eat it up so i don't think that they're even close to being a threat no one's going to be as close as a threat to the national football league except for like a group of brain scientists yeah no shit yeah for real that's it yeah yeah no
1: doubt the world health organization mm-hmm. comes in once they get covid under wraps they're gonna be like we need to stop the pandemic of violent, giant men with brain damage.
0: And then guess who hires hitmen? Yeah. Anheuser-Busch. Yeah, no shit. And Lays. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like, Tostitos, dude. The Tostitos terror. Yeah. That's what they call these hitmen who take out these brain doctors. Man, coming in for the crunch. Ow. Well, I mean, it's... We'll see what happens. I'm optimistic. I just think 2022 season's fucked. But overall... Well, well, hey but
1: 2021 is what's right in front
0: of us and that's what i'm worried about. that's what i am ready for i'm ready for the reds to do something at shortstop whatever it is i just don't care it just can't be kyle farmer no I'm at the point where it just can't be kyle we, farmer. Can't,
1: we love the boy we saw him at reds fest yeah he's a handsome georgia boy
0: but he is not a professional but he's
1: not a professional every single day in the lineup batting eighth shortstop he's a fine piece but he's not your shortstop great little piece to have in your in your bench
0: yeah first third short second left right field catcher catcher decent enough stick
1: it's yeah yeah what a fucking mess man but 2021 as far as we know Mm baseball is happening
0: and we're very excited
1: and we could put the Houston Astros fucking trash can at shortstop <laughs> and i'm still watching
0: i'm still there I'm
1: still geeked wondering how the trash can's going to perform <laughs> you know like so we we can bitch and moan about it all we want right. and we will oh we will a lot oh we will and you are here for
0: it oh yeah you oh. you
1: nasty boys and girls mm. you little filthy bitches,
0: bitches. <laughs> 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 you want it you <laughs>
1: You love, and we say bitches as a term of endearment. Of course. You want it just as much as we do. That's why you listen to this (laughs) tiny little podcast, because Reds is your shit. That's right, and comedy. And, yeah, so just try to, just like every other day during the COVID era, just try to keep your head up. Yeah. Try to be optimistic. Choose joy.
0: Choose joy. (laughs) Choose optimism. Choose LaCroix. In, in
1: the same, in the same episode where Billy threatened suicide if we
0: <laughs> signed a mod Rosario. Hmm. Oive. Well, it's round third and head for home. You you've got something to plug. I
1: actually can plug, dude. Um, I'm gonna be at Comedy Off Broadway this weekend. So We're, tomorrow. Right. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Wednesday. So you're getting that sweet, sweet. Early episode that man love early yeah uh, man love early so yeah Thursday Friday and Saturday I'm gonna be featuring for Chris Porter who you have worked with in the past
0: I have Chris is a delightful man so fucking funny I met him when
1: I was a door guy at Go Bananas
0: there you go
1: lowly open micer. seems like yeah I think his comedy is fucking hilarious I'm nervous as fuck but I I'm 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 really excited to get up there and. Give it a fucking go. You're
0: going to have a great time.
1: Yeah. It'll be fun. Got a bunch of new stuff. We'll see how it goes, but at least it fucking goes. At least you'll be able to do it. At least it fucking goes. So I'm doing that this weekend.
0: Uh, on my end, Bond with Friends looks like we're looking at a March 1st launch. Just because of not my logistics. Event You'll see why eventually. You will see why it's going to launch March 1st, um, which is very exciting. Uh, next week, or oh, tomorrow possibly, I will be recording with the one and only Mike Cronin. Fuck yeah! Dude. Doing on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Daddy, meet a Cincinnati legend. Cincinnati legend, and one of my top five favorite Bond movies.
1: One of the yeah, and one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen live,
0: and huge Bond fan.
1: Well, dude,
0: it's perfect. Man, Match made in heaven. I am,
1: I am fucking geeked. I think the cool thing about Bond with friends is it's, it's kind of like this podcast is even if you don't fucking live and breathe baseball it's listenable especially the first 50 minutes cuz it's just two dudes bullshit right like you know not tuning our own horn but I feel like we're pretty good podcasters I think we're doing a we're great good job good friends we've got a good chemistry you can listen to that this podcast and not be so super horny for baseball I think just with the people that you're having on and the format of the bond with friends show I think you don't have to be some big hard on for James Bond to enjoy it. It could be like a good introduction. Yeah. It could be like you could be a passive James Bond fan, even if you've only seen the Daniel
0: Craig ones. Yeah. And it'll give you reason to watch them. Yeah.
1: So Bond with fucking friends, baby. It's very
0: exciting. Um, And then that's literally the only thing I have on my calendar. There you go. Love it. All about it. So as always, Thank you to Armchair Media for hosting us and being our podcast dads. Thank you to Bet Online for being our premier online sponsor, and thank you to Live CBD for kind of weed.
1: Yeah, for kind of weed.
0: For kind of weed. For
1: dirty, dirty weed that doesn't get you high, but
0: makes your headache go away. I guess makes you chill. I don't know. Calms you out, but you're not high. You're not high. That's the move. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm Billy DeVore. Thank you so much, and as always. Go Red Legs. And stay nasty.